Hola and welcome to episode 30 of Word to Your Mama. Word to Your Mama, a podcast about Latinx mama navigating business life while building a tribe. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Nabi is our motto, hosted by yours truly, Ritzy P, with segments by the Supernatural Bear. We promote diverse voices, and even though there's a segment by the Supernatural Bear, who's eight years old, going on 48, this podcast, this show is definitely explicit, because that's how I roll. Today's a special episode because it's on May 17th, drops, goes live, and May 17th is my birthday. It's my born day. That is correct. And I never make a big deal out of it. I never post my picture. I, I really rarely even post pictures of myself, like selfies and stuff. That That's like not usually my steez. And for sure, I don't do like, it's my birthday month or it's my birthday or nothing. If anything, the most I'll do is say thanks, people posting stuff um, on different social medias or like on Instagram, I'll repost if anyone does like an Insta story or something like that, but not like, hey guys, it's my birthday. I don't do that. But I thought I would do that this year because this is the second birthday that went down during a pandemic. And even though we're still in a pandemic, you know, hopefully the worst is past us. I fucking survived, kids. I'm here. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I got to celebrate. I got to celebrate it. And, you know, I usually drop episodes on Mondays. So my birthday happened to be on a Monday. So I was like, this is the way to, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to celebrate that I survived, that I'm here. Uh, and uh, keep it moving. And this is a, you know, it, I got to celebrate myself. If no one else is, I mean, they do. So I'm lucky and fortunate. So let me let me just say that. But I was just like, you know, let me also take this opportunity to kind of, you know, if you listen to episode 20, I believe, you know, I went into kind of my state of mental health and shared and try to help to normalize and destigmatize mental health. Um, by sharing a little bit about my history and a little bit about what I was going through, um, which is a very important episode for me. The fact that I even said, like, you know, publish was a big deal. So then I was like, you know, let me continue on that a little bit. But let me let me take another opportunity to talk about my history and why maybe say this is the first time you're listening to this show and you can learn a little bit more about me and be like, oh, yeah, she has all this crazy experience or, yeah, I'm interested in knowing this or whatever, whatever. Right. So, yeah, uh, my age bracket, I'm in the 40s. I'm in the 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 mid past the mid 40s now. Uh, last year, I thought I was a year older than I was for pretty much most of the year until um Papa Bear and Supernatural Bear pointed out, they're like, nah, you're you're a year younger. And I was like, what? I am? <laughs> you know, past like, past 40, you just, I don't know, it kind of just all blurs together. And so I, like, like I said, I really thought I was a year older. So I was like super hyped that I was a year younger. So anyways, we're here. It's 2021s and I made it through. 
So just to give you a little background of, you know, why so far since I just started in September, I have had amazing guests, Emmy Award winning, you know, movers and shakers in their respective fields, people that have so much history that have those nonlinear career paths in so many different industries, but are all creative in some way, some form, people to give back, people that spread joy. It's because I've lived all these lives and been in all these areas and been able to accumulate some dope-ass people that they're part of my tribe or beyond that, they become family. Like the Supernatural Bear says, they might not be blood-related, but they're heart-related. And that's a fact. So I was born and raised in San Diego, a child of, you know, my mom is an immigrant from from Mexico, from Tijuana. And uh, we grew up on welfare. Uh, She went in and got together with this abusive man who is the father of my younger brother, who was eight years younger than me. And uh, that was all in South Bay, San Diego, two exits away from the border. Uh, also, if you want to learn more about a little bit about that side, but within a relationship with my relative Naisha, then you could always listen to the podcast within the podcast, which is relatives. And we'll, I'll have a link in the show notes where all the relatives episodes are. So you can listen to them in order. And we kind of just try to go through from when we met and we're going in chronological order, but also infusing kind of just organically shit that's happening at the time that we speak. We try to do it once a month. It's a lot of laughs. Uh, you know, for example, there's one episode that we talk about where, you know, I, I remember getting jumped uh, on our way to get tickets to see Menace to Society. You know, stuff like that. You know, wholesome fun, <laughs> good timers. So, you know, you can get a little bit more uh, of that information. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't wait to get out of San Diego. Uh, I got accepted to college, but I couldn't afford it. So I worked full time at Jim's Air, which above Jim's Air was a restaurant, a bar that was in Top Gun. And it was one of the claim to fames. And I had to learn the alpha, you know, the aviation alphabet and talk to pilots, radio men, check the men, do all that. So I, w- I went to school to a city college since I couldn't afford to go to the college I was accepted to. So I was going to city college, worked full time, uh, went to school full time. So I'd go to school in the daytime and then in the afternoon, 2.30 to midnight, I'd work. And I was because I was just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, I need to get out of San I've been wanting to get out of San Diego since I could remember. I was like, this place is terrible. I need to get the fuck out. And I did. So I transferred to Long Beach State, blah, 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 blah. It was hard. My mom got sick in high school. I went to performing arts high school that you learn about more when I, with my relative in the relatives episodes. She was diagnosed, I think it was my junior year or so. And then she died like a year or so into when I was in college. So that was devastating in itself, you know, mental health. We talk about that. Um, And then I go into work for the music industry. I worked at so many different places, kids. So that's where I met all these amazing people. My first music industry job was doing Nate Dogg Street Team. Then I interned at with producer Bosco. Those of hip hop know who that is. And you definitely know his beats. 
Um, I interned with Frank Sosa, uh, doing publicity and promotions for Underground Hip Hop Records. Then I also interned at the world famous Wake Up Show with Sway Tech, Carmelita, and DJ Revolution. Then I went to Hits Magazine, which is a music industry magazine. I think now it's just in the like digital form. Then I went to House of Blues Corporate. I was started off, I had an office at Universal Amphitheater, which turned into the Gibson, which then was knocked down and now turned into the Harry Potter ride. Then I went over to AEG Presents, Golden Voice. Um, I was the print buyer and print production manager there in the marketing team. And then I left in 2006 to do design, which people didn't really know me as at that time that I went to school for that, that I graduated college with for that. And then, um, then I started... It was an accidental journey into becoming an exhibiting artist. Then I got accidentally got into the designer toy world as well and just been working on my own, Ritzy Periwinkle in it since 2006. And then um, went on this crazy, amazing trip that Woz and I talk about a little bit in his episode where we go to Thailand, Singapore, Hong Kong. We bring in the New Year's from 2011 to 2012 in Hong Kong, and then we we ended up in the Philippines. And Daniel Zana did a documentary on it. You could have a link. You could see that. And then, boom, I came back, and late late mama, uh, you know, got pregnant and then had Supernatural Bear. And then the whole time... I didn't know for years I had been sick since back in college, probably even longer. I was a sick kid. And turns out I had a, you know, a tumor, a benign tumor. I had a hyperparathyroidism, which is what Gary Shandling had and what he died of. And then I was able to get the tumor out five years ago, six, six years ago now. Um, and then I just been, you know, was living in LA. Now we're going to be in Palm Springs for a spell, but now we're here. Pandemic hit, but a bing, but a bang. Yeah. Yada, yada. Boom. Uh, we're here. And September, I was like, I don't have the bandwidth to create, you know, I, if, if I, if I had to create for clients, but you know, a lot, of, a lot of my clients are, live music, live events. So it was supposed to be the most lucrative year ever. 2020 was supposed to be the most lucrative year ever. And it wasn't because of the pandemic. So I was like, I need to do something. I've always wanted to do this podcast. I always had it. I was like, word to your mama. Got the domain, but sat on it. Had the logo ready, sat on it. And it was something else. And then it morphed into this by talking to different people, especially my homegirl, Kim. Shout out to Kim. You know, she's like, maybe it's your tribe. And I was like, you're fucking right. And that's how I can incorporate everybody. And it wasn't just about mamas. And it was, I didn't want to limit it to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I have all kinds of friends. And then, boom, I did the work. And we're here since September. And I, I love it. It's so much fun. And I just want the word word to get out. I feel like I get a lot of amazing feedback from everybody. 
um, directly or through reviews. And I just want more and more people to see it and, and listen to it. And if it helps one person, that's, that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that's pretty much in a nutshell. Uh, you know, three years ago, I started, like I said, in episode 20, I think I started talked about, you know, going back to therapy for the third time in my life. And, you know, I'm still going now. Uh, what was happening on the 20th, when, during that recording of the 20th episode, I'm in a better space now. I'm still dealing with it. So I was going every week. Now I was once a month. Then that crisis happened. Then it was once a week. And now every other week, just for maintenance, because... Some things might go down that, you know, when I get to the other side of it, basically, I will think about sharing it because I feel there's a lot of people that would be definitely be able to relate. So, yeah, I am older now, wiser in some ways. But, you know, I saw this tip top, a.k.a. TikTok. I saw this tip top the other day. And the lady was like, do people, she was like, I'm, I forgot how old she was. She was like, I'm 30 something or 40 something. She's like, but I feel hella younger inside. Do other people? And I was like, yeah, I, that's how I am. I forget that I am old as I am, especially because, you know, I, the music, I keep on finding out like new artists and I don't just stick to my own music from my time. Like I'm always, I'm so excited about music. I'm always like, who's the latest? And I'm like, this I could be their parent twice over, right? But so sometimes I forget, and but the the reality sets in, kids, when you look in the mirror. But I was like, my outside doesn't, you know, really relate with the inside. But that's neither here nor there. So what I wanted to do is just say, boom, I made it. I'm alive. I'm I'm breaking cycles, bow, 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 like back and forth, blah, 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 blah. And then another thing that I'm doing is I was in a good space finally because I got a functional doctor when I came out here to the desert trying to help me rebalance the damage that had been done from the many years of that disease. And then after getting the tumor out, it just kind of like fucks you up. You have to rebalance anyways. So finding a functional doctor out here that took my insurance was like gold and her and her resident really helped me to get on a really good place. Finally was able to lose weight because I couldn't do anything because it was all hormonal. If those those of like a certain age know what I'm talking about. And so I was able to, you know, it, was, it wasn't even that much weight. It was more like a bloatedness. And people were like, oh, you lost weight. And I was like, not really. But the bloatedness is gone because I was eating a certain way, blah, blah, blah. But then with the uprising and fucking number 45 and the stress of the elections and, you know, the pandemic and it was so many things. I wasn't eating that bad, but it doesn't take that much for me for me to, like, feel the effects, the impact of that. So, like, just a little bit of gluten and just a little bit of processed food and it, it makes a huge difference on me. So now I'm taking a cue from one of our previous guests, um, Kano. You know, he was like stopping certain things. So I to get ready for some medical shit, I had to do some clean eating, and I did a four no a three day cleanse. That was that was great. I felt better, and I've just been trying to maintain that clean clean 
you know, eating shit for, it's been maybe a couple of weeks, maybe about a month now, maybe about a good month now. So I'm trying to do that. So I'm like trying to get back on track because, you know, I wasn't going out. So I wasn't really looking at myself as much in the mirror. So I shit started opening. I like, and it started getting hotter. I was putting on shorts. I'm like, what, 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 what the fuck are those? <laughs> like, what are, what is happening with those legs? <laughs> I was like, Ugh. So, yeah, so I'm trying to get that back on track on top of everything. You know, you got it because you got to, it's like you mentals, you, your mentals have to be right and your, your body has to be right. So after my segment here, we're going to go into the supernatural bear. So what usually happens for his segment, I, I don't make any outline. The only thing I tell him is if he happens to know the special guest that we have, you know, he may or may not know them. Usually he does. And I'll be like, oh, that's your auntie, such and such, your, your uncle, your Theo, such and such. And he'll be like, okay. And then, but I'll be in our quote unquote booth so he can record. Um, and all I do is I set him up with the mic and the headphones and then I press record and I just stand in the back in case it gets too crazy. I could be like, correct him. Usually you kind of can hear me sometimes. And then uh, sometimes... I just, you know, I laugh. You hear me laugh in the background or something like that. But it's all him. But for this one, since I told him, like, oh, it's going to be it's my, on my birthday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hook you up, set you up, show you what to do. And I'm going to leave the room, the booth. So I'll only hear it once I edit that section, once I put it all together. So after this will be the supernatural bear. And I'll see. I have no idea. All I know is that I could hear, I had to close two doors. All I know is that I could hear screaming. So I don't know if he acted something out. I don't know if he said, I like, I have no idea. So that's, that's the thing that's next. But what I wanted to do is you guys leaving reviews and subscribing, whether it's Spotify, Apple, whatever, whatever, that really helps you know, downloading, subscribing, but the reviews on Apple Podcasts is what really helps other people see us. But I also get direct texts or, you know, people mention me and or the podcast in other places. So I wanted to give space for that. I wanted to give a little love to people that have done it in, you know, the non-review form that reach out to me directly or whatever. So I wanted to give a special shout out to Josh, uh, Joshy, as I like to call him, Josh Smith. He's an artist and designer. I met him a long time ago when we both worked at House of Blues on House of Blues Corporate. And uh, we've been friends ever since. And he's a super talented artist. And he was recently interviewed for something. And one of the questions, it says, who deserves some credit in and recognition. And he says, I'd like to give a big shout out to my friend, Ritzy Periwinkle. She's a beautiful soul with an indomitable spirit who has always been supportive and encouraging as a fellow creative. She is multi-talented, focused, generous, and always down for good cause. She is an inspiration as an artist, a mother, and an activist, an entrepreneur, and as a human being living and loving life on her own terms. Even beyond her many accomplishments, she is fearless and open to the universe. And unlike introverts such as myself, Ritzy is exuberant and outspoken with an infectious sense of humor and her quit wit and catchphrases 
are, can now be heard on her new podcast, Word to Your Mama, about a Latinx mama navigating business life while building a tribe. Please check her out. And then it has links to all my stuff. Josh, Joshy, thank you so much. I've already thanked him, but if he hears this, thank you so much. It meant so much to me that it was not just shout out to me and and what I do as a creative, but also as a person, as a mom, and for this podcast. So thank you so much. It was like a little teary-eyed when I first read it. And so I, I really, really appreciate. So then I wanted to go, you know, that episode 20, episode 20, I think it's called The Past or something like that. That was really, it was easy for me to record, but it was hard for me to press publish, right? But I, I got some really amazing feedback from that. And um, one I've already read before in another episode, but let's put them all together in this episode. Uh, I won't say who it is just in case they want to remain anonymous, but they said, Hola, I just heard your last podcast on mental health. Kudos to you for sharing this personal information. It ain't easy, but you did it for a great cause to teach and destigmatize mental health within the Latino community. Siga adelante que eres chigona. Thank you so much. That meant the world to me, especially because it was that specific episode. Um, let me see what else. Um, this is from my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful family, Liberty, one that I always talk about in the first couple episodes of her and her family moving to New Zealand, doing the quarantine, and, and then they were living that COVID-free life. Uh, when she heard that episode, she said, you're doing great. I listened to you last your last WTYM. I'm so proud of you and impressed by your ability to make good out of all of this. I love that you are spreading the word to do the work. And most importantly, that your work, your hard work is till now has set you up for life's curveballs. Gracias. Gracias, Liberty. Um, let me see what else. I have a couple more and then we'll leave it off to the supernatural bear. Uh, this one says, it's kind of emotional for me listening to these stories because they're so relatable. And sometimes it's very hard to relate to the people in my community. It's a struggle. But hearing these stories make it all a little more bearable. Thank you. And you know who you are. Thank you for those kind words. That means a lot. Um, someone's uh sibling wrote me when they heard their sibling on the podcast and they said I just listened to your podcast with such and such and that shit was classic I love your podcast you have such a soothing voice and just wanted to thank you for being family to my brother it means so much to me it feels good knowing that he has family friends like you guys sending you good vibes into the universe um thank you so much that means a lot to me as well. They all do. Like, all the reviews do. But especially when, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's like, as a creative, as an artist, the, the first time you exhibit, anytime you exhibit, it's like you, it's a personal expression. So when I do the episodes, they have the guests. It's a convo. You know, I don't count it down. I just start talking. Some of them know I'm recording. Some of them figure it out. Some don't know. Like, <laughs> Kana was like, oh, are you recording? And I was like, yeah, why do you think I'm saying uh, where you're from and stuff? But 
it's just a convo. Like, I don't want it to be too, too formal because I want it to be pretty organic. We're on video, even though I don't post the video, we're on video just so we can see each other. Or if there's something they're like, nah, cut it off. Or I'm like, oh, my mic's fucking up or something like that. And it's just, but it's, they're still personal because I do the intros and the outros afterwards, closer to the date. And then also when I did that 20th episode, I mean, episode 20 with the mental health, that was hella personal and just raw and just real. And you don't know how people are going to react to it. And there, you know, there's always going to be haters. There's people going to roll their eyes. What? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But anyways, this episode is to celebrate that I'm fucking here. So for the first time ever, you'll see me post on social this episode celebrating that I'm still fucking alive. Also, just getting that tumor out. They t- the doctor said, my surgeon said that studies say, the data says that, that I just added 10 more years to my life. Hopefully, you know, and when you become a parent, your mortality is something that you think about in a way that you never thought about before in your life because you want to see that person grow. You want to be there for them. You know, having lost my mom at an early age, like I want to hopefully make it beyond that if possible. But at the same time, though, to be really real in my 40s, I mean, it's my age, but also the damage that was done by the disease uh, to my bones. But I'm just like, yo, I feel if I don't get it together, (laughs) I feel, you know, rickety raggedy already at 40 something, like 20 more years of this, 30 more years of this. I don't even know. how. I I think about those in my life that are 60 and in their 70s. How are they walking? (laughs) How are they getting up? How are they moving? Because it's getting hard now. So, yeah, Feliz Born Day to me, motherfuckers. I made it. We're here. We're all here. You know, just it's a pandemic. The world's the shit. It's everything happening. Kids are dying. And but we're here. I'm here. And also, it's very important, too, because this is the age that my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. So it's kind of weird for me, too. So it's also a very good thing that I'm in therapy. Every year, the April to end of May to my birthday are the hardest times of the year for me because my mom passed away in April. Then her birthday is like May 4th. Then Mother's Day. She's a, you know, she's my mom. I'm a mama. And then my birthday, it's like, oh, real tough for me. So the fact that, you know, pandemic and everything else, boom, we're here. So anyways, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all the love and feedback and the sharing and all that shit. Let's do it some more. You know, I'm going to try to get it together to get it out to some writers. And if anyone wants to help with that, reach out to me. We can work together. And uh, yeah, let's get into see what, you know, (laughs) the supernatural bear has to say. And then I'll see you on the other side for a little closeout. Let's do it. Staying competitive in these dynamic times means having the right technology at work for your small or medium-sized business. Whether your goal is to grow, downsize, or modernize, Panoply BPO provides the right combination of tools, support, 
and affordability necessary to make it a reality. Visit panoplybpo.com. That's P-A-N-O-P-L-Y-B-P-O.com to schedule your no-obligation consultation today. Mention WTYM and get your 13th month of service for free. Panoplybpo.com. There is a better way. And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear. What's up, everyone? I'm SMB16, and in honor of my mom's special birthday coming up, well, at the time of this recording, tomorrow, I'm giving you the top five reasons... Why my mom is the best mom in the history of all moms. Rest in peace, headphone listeners. Rest in peace. Okay. Reason number five. Brah, brah, brah. Now, the first reason is that, of course, the very fact that I am... Indirectly talking to you guys right now. Yeah, you guys. I'm talking. I'm talking to you guys, Jerome and Alex and Trevor. I'm talking to all you guys, the fans. The only way I'm doing that is because I'm alive, and that's because my mom gave birth to me. Yes, my mom gave me birth. She gave us all birth. Well, we have different moms, unless you're your siblings or something. No offense, guys. No offense. Anyway, reason number four. Brap, brap, brap. Now, for the first reason, it's more of a personal thing for me. Uh, I don't know if you guys like to do this as much as I do, but um, I love the flavors. It's to eat, guys. My mom pays for most, if not all, of the food that feeds me and keeps me satisfied every day. And again, if I didn't have food, I wouldn't be talking to you guys or you guys, John and Bob and Noah. Yeah, so I wouldn't be talking to any of you guys. If I was not fed, because I would die of starvation. So, that is the fourth reason. Also, I love to eat, so. Okay, now, for the third reason. Again, this one's more personal. I love to watch TV. My mom pays for my TV. Like, I don't have to pay for anything. Video games... Or videos game, as you might call it sometimes. I don't have to pay for networks. My parents pay for all my networks. And I get to watch them for free. I love that. And... Other networks! (laughs) Yeah, so. That's why I love my mom. For giving me the awesome blessing... Of TV. 
Also, then we wouldn't even have. I wouldn't even be on this like podcast. Like, I found out through my iPad, which I also use to watch TV. Blam, blam, blam. Hey, that was all the. That was also the thing for the second reason. Okay, for the second reason, this one's also, this one's also personal. And it's because my mom lets me Zoom my friends. Like, she pays for Zoom. And um, that lets me Zoom my friends, hang out with my friends, and make the podcast and shows that Film Facts does, like, just another day in quarantine. P.S., if you're watching this, like, in June or July or after sometime, you'll check it out, please. But, yeah. She lets me talk to my friends, and she gives me things to help me talk to my friends. And now, for the number one reason! Okay, number one reason is because my mom loves me. My mom actually loves me. Unlike some other moms who, who just keep you around for no weird reason. My mom loves me. She cares about me, people. She loves me. She gave me birth. She gave me life. I love her back, and she loves me, Mama. If you're listening to this, te quiero, te quiero. Hey, and people who said that my mom doesn't love me, like Tom and Jerry and Finn... And Pendleton, you guys are all wrong. Like, uh, you guys are all super wrong. But, yeah, those are all of the five top five reasons my mom is the best mom in the eternity of all moms. This has been the SMB. Yeah. So I'm, I'm editing this right now. So I just heard the supernatural bear. He's crazy. We don't know those people. Those are all characters from shit that stuff. Sorry, stuff that he watches. I was like, who's Bob? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Finn, Tom and Jerry, though. He doesn't watch Tom and Jerry. He just knows about it. Uh, that's sweet. I mean, I guess I provide a lot. I guess that's the gist of it and the gist that I birthed the him and that I love him. And I love him, you know, I do love him and he loves me. He drives me crazy sometimes, but I love him. And uh, he's my little man. Thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate it. Um. I don't know what else to say. I feel like I've said a lot. I don't really enjoy talking about myself that much. So this was a stretch, kids. This is a stretch. But like I said, 
celebrating myself because I made it through and I'm here. We're here. You're here. If you're listening, we're here. We're here. Thanks again for everything. I appreciate it. Check out the show notes. Check the show. Check out the show notes. Check out the show notes for all the different things that we that we talked about today. And I believe next week is going to be a relatives because we didn't do because of scheduling we didn't do one in April. So we have a relatives coming up the following week. And uh, in the meantime, in between time, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritz P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. You can go to wordtoyourmama.com for more information. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyParaWinka.com and Panoply BPO 